So this podcast, the first time we've gone to a bigger number. So we've got three people on the line, all the way from EHQ. Um, we've actually got as well three different nationalities as well. Oh, look at that. Mm-hmm. Te- technically four if you break me out as being Welsh. So I like that. So uh, multinational, yeah. Cross, cross, cross continents as well. Now, um, yeah, we've got the MPM team on the line. Um, we're going to start going around asking some questions. Hopefully we can keep them in order. They're a rowdy bunch, especially that PDG. You know what he's like. But um, yeah, you guys have got 60 seconds to tell people something about yourselves. Um, yeah, as I've said before to people, you can just tell me your name, what you do and keep it very boring or you can tell us something interesting like Chris did that his wife's expecting a baby it's up to you so yeah so we'll start with Belinda Belinda tell us something about yourself so um I'm English I've been as you most, most people know I've been living in Holland now for 12 years I've, but I've been living I've, out of the UK for almost 20 so I started by moving to Germany uh, after university and I was there for four years then I moved to Paris for nearly three years and that's where I met my husband and then we moved together to the Netherlands and started working at Nike and that was 12 years ago I've got well I'm married I got married last year and I've got two children two girls um, Camille who's eight and Elise who's six and yeah, that's pre- that's pretty much pre- pretty much it about me. Cool, thank you. We'll go over to Roland now. Roland, what are you going to tell us about yourself? Other than the yes. fact that you're second best ping pong player on the team. Exactly. Um, so second best. Behind PDG, not even me. Oh. As long as it's in the merch team, I'm fine with that. <laughs> um, so Roland, Ruland, Ruland, or whatever uh, you wanna you wanna call me, I listen to most of it. Um, so yeah, I have a, quite a wide background. If you look at my my work past, um, I've worked for an online retailer. I've worked in supply chain. I worked in analytics, and now the last years in in merch. Um, private life is more consistent in that sense. So um, uh, what people know about me is that I play tennis, obviously. Uh, but let me repeat that again. Uh, I cannot say it enough. Huh? So. I started when I started, um, I started when I was seven years old, more or less, um, but I'm also a big fan of football already all my life. Um, I also love traveling, so especially all the different cultures is something I'm always interested in. So that's great that we're in such a mixed team and uh, in a mixed call. So uh, it is all in, my, all in my favor. So I guess my 60 seconds are up now. There, thereabouts, Roland. There, thereabouts. Go on in PDG. Tell us about yourself. Come on. Other than the fact that you're the most stylish person on the account, what else you mm-hmm. need to tell us? So I am the French guy of the team, even <laughs> if uh, Belinda is quite French as well. Um, so yes, I'm Chalania, 11 years, almost 11 years at Nike. So I'm a pure Nike product. Uh, that's my first and only company so far. Uh, I started uh, in retail. I was uh, intern. Uh, kind of kind of sales clerk for the running section and in charge of the running club and everything when the running was not uh, at the level it is uh, today and uh, then I jumped into a uh, corporate so I was uh, I was um, dealing with operations for team sports or so more into football but also in tennis and running specialty again then I moved to uh, sales, uh, sales planning uh, as a category planner and then into sales uh, as um, 
representative for running specialty for France. And this was the last one before moving to uh, Ilversum. So almost two years uh, ago now. Uh, so moving into, into sorry, the footlocker team and uh, now uh, working for Sport Direct, uh, which is a completely uh, different world from uh, athletics, running specialty, athletic specialty, and now sporting goods. And I think it's very, very uh, interesting to have the, to be able to, to, com to compare everything. On a personal note, um, so I've been living uh, with my partner for five, year, five years now. So I'm divorced, but with no kids. And now I'm living with her. Uh, she has two lovely girls, which I'm very proud to, um, to be able to, to, to grow and to raise. And um, last thing, we just bought a house, so we should move uh, into it uh, mm. by the end of May. We will have the keys uh, in the end of May and we will move into it uh, mid-June. Yeah. Ah, congratulations. So when lockdown's over, house party at uh, PDG's. Yeah, ah. exactly. So listen, yeah. that's good. Nice, nice, nice little sound bites from each of you. One question I'd ask that pops up to mind is, and we'll go around in the same order again. Mm. You obviously have all traveled a relative amount from the sound of things. So if you wanted to choose one place to revisit, or maybe even one place you haven't visited yet, where would that be? So just to give you an example, I, I actually used to work at ASICS and I was fortunate enough to travel to Tokyo when I was a young guy. I know it's hard to believe I'm old, but I was young once and I think I was about 23, 24 when we traveled to Tokyo. And I've always said it's the one place I'd like to go back to not massive fan of cities i prefer the countryside and the coast but tokyo was amazing i'd love to go back so yeah just be interested as you guys all seem to be relatively relatively well traveled kind of is there any way in your past you'd like to go back to or as i said anywhere you'd like to go to um so i would love to go back to morocco i went when i was seven with my parents and i have got really nice memories of being there but you know at seven I was super young I didn't really uh it was difficult to appreciate it so I would love to go back and to yeah just to see what it's like although you know I think PDG you've been a lot to Morocco right so um I don't know if it's the it would be the same as I remember it but I yeah I'd be, I'd... Well, perception as a child probably might be slightly different yeah. now, but none the same depends on the city yeah yeah, but I would love to go to Morocco, yeah. What are you, Roland? Wales? Uh, Wales? No, not really. I'm really what? into the sunny area. So I don't know where Wales is on that on that ladder, but I guess it's a bit at the bottom. Um, but I would go to Brazil uh, mm. for sure. I've been there. Uh, it was mm. one of my best holidays ever, just in terms of yeah, freedom, flow, uh, it was amazing. Uh, very tropical is something I, I really like and the culture, the relaxed environment. I could basically play on the beach the whole day, like beach tennis, um, yeah, you know, you name it, surfing. Uh, ball. All those things. Yeah, sport, I like to do that. Uh, but chilling as well is very, very nice there. Right? So, um yeah, it's, it's so amazing with the fresh fruit and, well, I don't have to explain how a tropical uh, area looks, but that, that's something I loved and I would love to go back. Uh, I visited a friend there who, um, who owns a few houses and he wasn't renting at the time, so uh, I, had a, I had one house for myself. Uh, so it was, it was amazing. I'm, I don't know if I would ever have that experience again because it was 
such a uh, yeah coincidence uh, of all things but yeah never it was say amazing never, Roland, never say never no so let's see what about you pdg where would you go or where have you been you'd like to go back to well, it's not easy because uh, I'm lucky enough to have enjoyed every single day of every single holidays. Um, but um, I think I would love to uh, go back to Thailand um, uh-huh. because I met the, the best people ever uh, there. They are so kind, uh, like the true kindness that we can, uh, I think, uh, live. Um, food as well and freedom. Like, it was uh, very, it was exceptional there. Um, and I, I should go next time. I should go to visit uh, Latin America. So it's very vast, but uh, this is something that I would uh, definitely go after uh, for the culture and also the language because I speak a bit and I understand Spanish. So some sometimes it helps. But uh, I'm with you also with the with Japan. I think that uh, uh, Tokyo should be amazing as well. So it's difficult. Many places to uh, to visit, but we have time uh, ahead of us. If the companies uh, can allow uh, us. Well, this is the thing as well, because to be fair, each of you mentioned a place that has a beach. So it's Chris Alvamosa. Next year's offsite. Three suggestions there. there you go. <laughs> yeah. The way we're going, we'll probably end up with Elevate 2.0 dollar soon. So <laughs> retail visit. So listen, that's good. Um, so now if we move on to the next piece, um, if we start off with Belinda, if you just yep. give us a bit of an overview of what, what your role entails, probably yep. evolved a bit over the time as as the team. And then if we get the guys to chip in on the specifics of their categories, but also what they like about the role, um, that would be a good way of going about it. So yeah. Yeah. So we are an account merchandising team. Um, so we sit within the big um, merchandising family, but it's split into category merchandising and account merchandising. Um, the major accounts have account merchandising teams. Um, and what we actually do is we work together very closely with the category merchants and feed input um, for the account for Sports Direct into their um, into their knowledge for line selection and line building that they do together with Global Team. And then we bring that back or we work together with them to make a selection from the European line um, for an assortment that's relevant and appropriate for Sports Direct. Um, so, you know, the, the European line is huge um, and our role is to kind of filter that. It's almost like the filter that takes the information from us to them and from them to us. So. Yeah, so right. we, we do that. And, and I mean, we then provide suggestions then to the sports direct team and to uh, well to yeah our main counterparts are the AE team and retail planning um and then obviously the category teams yeah Yeah. makes sense makes sense so then Roland from your perspective a did Belinda miss anything out I recommend you say no um (laughs) what do you like about your role um any specifics in your categories etc i mean obviously working with me on training must be a highlight but <laughs> outside of that yes up. for sure yeah so belinda highlighted basically the the main the main piece but if i would go a bit deeper um i would definitely say the connection with aes um, uh, brand visual merchandising planning uh, our our key stakeholders um, now, especially working with the virtual space, obviously, which is a little bit my my baby, and our our team is uh, is piloting that, and and that's yeah, that's an amazing tool for us. 
So that gives us also the opportunity to um, get visibility and create uh, a view um, from our assortment. So yeah, that is that is super uh, super nice and something I really um, I really enjoy doing because it helps me learning more about the the merchandising uh, yeah merchandising as a as a function yeah. and also yeah making decisions it it influences so many things so. Um, yeah, to be able to see how a store looks like and how th our assortments come to life. And that is, yeah, that's for me one of the key things. Yeah, makes sense, makes sense. PG, how about you? Obviously, you said you've done a few roles, kind of made your way through sales into merch. So what do you like about merchandising? Yeah, I think from a wider perspective, the first thing is that I love to be upfront when it comes to uh, products like uh, products knowledge or what is coming, what is planning, what is planned for upcoming uh, seasons and, and years. So this is definitely the, the right spot for me, uh, uh, account merch or category merch. Uh, yes, I think I'm in the right spot. Um, if I, if I um, go deeper on SDI thing, uh, it's so interesting to see uh, how, the, how the buyers are rational and it's uh, it's very uh, scientist scientific about the numbers and everything that's what i, I appreciate a lot again when i compare to my prior uh, experience with footlocker footlocker was more into the emotional thing and yeah. what about the about the feeling what are the trends and everything so sometimes discussions was were only about that and what i do appreciate today with uh, by working for sdi is that it's, it's the it's it's more sorry numbers focus yeah so my, my intention and it's very humble huh, but my intention would be maybe to bring a bit of more of yeah. these feelings about the trends because we know that connection between uh, sporting goods yeah. and athletic specialty is uh, real we've nailed oh. the science we lack the art mate so we need <laughs> to bring the art that's the problem we can nail the science we've got computers that can tell us everything but we can't can't see what's going to be fashionable down the line and that's the problem with these guys so yeah and not bringing the style element to the team i'll give you that so listen i've i thought of something as you were talking and actually i'm gonna have to like start paying gary smith for the question but not necessarily deep diving too much into why or where or the detail of the role but in one word, what would be your dream role at Nike? Who wants to go first? I just want, I just want the title. I know Roland's rock relatively quite planned, so I reckon Roland's got a good idea what his dream role might be. So I reckon we start there. So you want to hear a title, you said? Just a title. What would your title be? So mine, I think I said it yesterday, actually, is, you know, the whole VP of storytelling? Yeah. I'd love that. It's my voice over the top of videos. I mean, I'd ruin the brand in a week, but I'd love it. Yeah, talking about talking about it, it'd be great. So, go on. What would your dream title be? It could, it could, it could be VP of Rafael Nadal's <laughs> socks. Yes, yeah, it could be anything, mate. I'm sure it's gonna have to have. It's gonna have to have something to do with tennis. Yes, that's definitely on there. So, if I, yeah, of course, tennis merchandiser would be spot on. Um, but I also learned a lot about because I worked in a tennis category that there's a lot more than than just that and. Yeah. Working in tennis, uh, I thought I, I had my dream job, but that wasn't really, at the end, the reality. So yeah. it also depends really on the people and, and the environment. So I would be careful, like, picking something like that again, because, yeah, you never know. And it could be actually that your expectation is super high and the uh, result is different. But 
Uh, it's not one word, but uh, of course that's on there, but merchandising performance, uh, something related, very close to the athlete. Yes, that would be me. And by you, PDG, what would your, what would your dream title be? Oh, you might have frozen. Come on, Belinda, while he's frozen, yeah. uh, he's himself, you go. So mine, I mean, to be honest with you, Leading I love it. I love it. Not a dream job. Huh? <laughs> Leading these guys must be the dream job, surely. I, I was just going to say that. <laughs> I, I think this is my dream job. I, I really love this job. And, you know, I struggle to think of a job that I would like more than the one I've got now. Um, maybe distributors is uh-huh. the thing. Yeah, I I worked with distributors before and I find that super interesting because it's a different business model. Um, But but apart from that, you know, I'm pretty happy with the one I've got now. Yeah, very corporate, very corporate. Go on, PDG. Oh, he's frozen again. He came back and then he's refrozen. I hope your new house has got better Wi-Fi, PDG. (laughs) Mm, Wi-Fi is poor. There could be some heavy editing here by me at the end of this call, isn't there? Uh, yeah, I think it would have been something in sports. Global uh, merch director for merch director for football. There you go. <laughs> That's what I've gained from what what you just said. I'm going to go with merch director for football. I was going to say something product related because I thought, I thought sports, crazy, right, yeah. but you know, we'll talk on his behalf. He can just do PDG. Judge, you know, as a product. I can hear you. You can. Ah, hear yes. me. You're back on. What was your job? Yeah, so that would be a global merch director for NSW. Yeah, like that. Uh, and that's and if, that's if this works game. well, then uh, if, if. Do you got that job? Will you give us better access to product? This way in, in English. Sorry? I said, if you got that job, can you give us better access to product? Let's see, yes, we can discuss this later on. <laughs> That's a no. He said yes. Very political, huh? Just so, so, something. So, listen, the last bit of this always is the same. So, if you've listened, Roland, you'll know. You can go first, therefore. And then the other guys get a bit of time to think about it. So, there's seven quick fire questions. As I said before, the quicker, the better. And I think the answers are better as well. The more you deliberate, the worse the answers tend to be, and the more you regret it. So, just. I ask the question, whatever pops into your head, yeah? So, Roland, we're going with you first. So, number one, your proudest moment. Okay, I feel I need to jump in here. So, just for as a disclaimer, Roland's actually listened to the podcasts and so should know these questions, yet yeah, takes the longest time to answer them. Go figure. You can't be serious, man. You cannot be serious! That ball was on the line! Uh, national champion. What's your biggest hmm. fear? That we have to stay in a lockdown forever. Valid. <laughs> <laughs> What's the one indulgence? What's the one thing you treat yourself to? Oh, ah, that's hard. I mean, he's listened to it before, but he's not prepared for this at all. Hmm. <laughs> I told you, mate, the more you think about it, the higher... Rest. I think rest, holiday. Rest. Yeah. <laughs> well, what's your favourite movie? Come on, this has got to be easy. Uh, yeah, that's... Oh, James Bond, maybe? Yeah. Favorite First thing that song. comes to mind. Huh? Favourite song? 
Favorite song? Something from um, Michael Jackson. Not very good. He's quick. Yeah, Sorry, quick fire. Sorry. Michael Jackson. We don't want to wait for the song. You can watch one thing for the rest of your life going forward: a film or a box set. What are you going to do? You know, films or box sets. Can't watch both. Which one are you choosing? Box sets. Boxes. And then at the moment, as we are stuck in lockdown, and if we end up being stuck in lockdown forever, any good box sets you can recommend? Well, I love the, the crime ones, NCIS. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I get you there. I quite like CSI Miami. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> very good, very good. Very good that you answered them. Terrible in terms of the speed at which you answered them, though. Considering yeah. you're the three, you're the one who's heard them before. So I need a learning point, man. So that's good. I'll take it. We're going to try with PDG's internet because he seems to be relatively solid at the moment. So let's go PDG next. So PDG, quick fire questions. I ask, you answer. Don't think. Whatever comes in your head. The only thing that should pause you is your Wi-Fi. Right? So number one, you're on mute as well, by the way. Number one, what's your proudest moment? Buying a house here. Your biggest fear? Um, sickness. What's the one indulgence you give yourself? What's the one thing you treat yourself to? Uh, what's the what? Sorry? Like the one thing you'd like treat yourself, not the common, like not something you have normally, like I eat a lot of chocolates, so that's not it. But what do you treat yourself to, like an expensive pair of sneakers or something? Uh, running. <laughs> You do that all the time. All right. What's your favorite movie? Matrix. What's your favorite song? Uh, Ain't Nobody, Shaka Khan. Right. Would you rather, for the rest of your life, watch films or box sets, if you could only watch one? Uh, box sets, you mean series? Yeah, yeah, as in yeah. And then, have you got any suggestions of any good box sets at the moment that people can watch? Uh, Ozarks. Ah, yeah, yeah. I watched the first one, it was a bit slow, but actually the newer series are good, yeah. Very good, very good. So your PDG was a step on. So Belinda, yours and I are going to be rapid because it's the third okay. time we've asked these questions. Yep. Yeah? I'm ready. Yeah? She's made notes, I reckon. Yeah. Right, number one, proudest moment? Uh, my daughter getting a gold medal. Ah, biggest fear? Dying. <laughs> one indulgence? Champagne. Ah, favorite movie? Pulp Fiction. Favorite song? Um, Old Town Road. Right. Film or box set? Box set. Any suggestions? I've been watching Ricky Gervais, Afterlife, and yeah. Derek. Have you watched Derek? Yeah. I quite, I, yeah, I quite like that. I watched it. I only watched it the other day, but I enjoyed yeah. it. Very good. Very good. There you go. See, that's why she's the boss. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Honestly, Perio. It was, it was not fair because we, we knew about the, the question. So Roland was not that slow. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Roland knew the questions. He did the podcast before. Listen, <laughs> thanks for the time. Um, hopefully that was painless and not painful. Um, I'll stop the recording now and I'll edit this. So listen, a massive thanks to the NPM team. They work well in conjunction, as it shows, considering the fact they had three of them recording at the same time. Hopefully you enjoyed and got to learn a little bit about them. Um, next time we see them, we'll be a bit more familiar. So thanks, guys. And by then, hopefully PDG's got better Wi-Fi. Take care. Bye.